Welcome back to another episode of Out of Our League, Opinions from the Bleachers, a podcast featuring the hot takes of two dudes who peaked at intramurals talking about sports that we can't play ourselves. I'm Greg. And I'm David. Today we're going to be hitting just an awesome topic that brought in all kinds of opinions. We're going to take a $15 game where you get $15 to fill out your NFL offense. That's right. We have the uh, table post on Instagram. We're also going to tackle our intro topic today. It's going to be sports that for some reason we all played in gym class growing up. I'm still convinced it's a fever dream, but I think, <laughs> I think we all had the same flu fever dream. That's right. And, and we'll uh, close out giving Becca uh, another term this week. Nah, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm just losing faith. at this. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be a flash in the pan, man. I, I believe it this week, Greg. This is, this is, the, this is the one. This is the, this this is the two. I, I mean. this, this is the two. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into it. Starting off today's podcast, Greg, we're going to go with some school sports that we played all the way growing up together. Yeah, it feels super appropriate to do that considering no schools are reopening. That's right. All all the schools are coming out and saying, we're not going to open this fall. Totally fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we've already come into contact with the fact that I am older than you. That's right. uh, Not an incredible amount of years, but, you know, five to six, seven, somewhere in there. I don't even care. I would say uh, I would say you're about one grade cycle appropriately yeah, ahead yeah, of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Enough like for curriculum to change. I don't, yeah, I don't think you and I would have overlapped. Maybe between like if you were in kindergarten and I was in fifth grade. Maybe I went. We I went in secondary school, school, so we could in seventh grade and senior year. Okay. Okay. So, uh, but regardless, uh, things have changed. So That's I am right. really <laughs> curious to see what you're coming up with as far as these games, because from all, from all I can remember, I swear to God, we played with jump ropes. Like <laughs> I just well, I, so I, I, I came up with this idea. I don't know why, because I was talking to I'm, I'm a military kid and I go to school at a state. And so I have friends that have kind of grown up all the place like Virginia, Florida, Texas. And so I was curious. We, we came across that like we all played more or less all the same games and activities and like gym tests and all, even though yeah. we grew up all over the place. And so I was like, oh, I wonder how true that is across ages. And once you add more states into it. Sure. And the first thing I, I, I just wanted to go into was, you, we had, did you have the pacer test? No. Did you have the pacer <laughs> test? Oh, uh, no, I don't know what that sure. is, but we'll see. It's basically just you run, I looked up today, you're running 20 meters to the ding of a bell, and then every like seven dings, it gets quicker. What the heck? No. And like, you had to hit a certain number to pass the test. No, no, we did not have that. Like, I, I don't know. Was this like a presidential fitness test kind of thing? It was, I guess, when they rolled it out. I guess it was probably with the, uh, yeah, it was a presidential fitness test. Because like, they rolled it out probably with the Obama administration, right? When Michelle well, first you, up, or was it Bush? It doesn't matter. The point there is that they rolled it out with us. The only thing I remember is Michelle Obama's, like, healthy lunch initiative, That's like, right, the yeah. back end, whenever all of a sudden I didn't get my chicken tenders at lunch anymore. Like, no, I don't remember <laughs> what this is. <laughs> did you have the sit and reach? The sit and reach. Uh, so you sit down, you put your feet into this box, and then there's like a rule that comes out of the box, and you have to sit and then throw yourself and your arms out to measure how far Oh, it goes. yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. All I remember, I was a fat kid when this was happening, right? I was like way overweight when we were having to do these <laughs> tests. So basically, it was just run, fat boy, run, like every oh, single year. And then it was, hey, do a pull-up. And I'm like, yeah, right now. Okay. We had um, one of the chin holds where you like, you basically go to the top of a pull-up and then you just sit there for as long as you can and then yep. all this the last thing they had for those was the um where they you do a curl up and this one on the, i bet you didn't have but i'm not sure you're doing a curl up but you have your arms at your sides and they put tape down where your arms are 
and then you put a tape like two to three inches ahead of your fi- your fingers, and the whole curl up measurement counts if your fingers go to that next tape and then back. That's one. No. Anyway, so all those were like part <laughs> no. of like our testing in gym class. My God, my presidential fitness test was uh, run the mile, do a shuttle run, which I still find to be hilarious because we, you know, we definitely did do shuttle. We're runs. not we're not college athletes. What's going <laughs> yeah, right. on? We had to do pull ups. Uh, I think we had maybe sit ups and push ups. All I remember was that I failed every single year. <laughs> like I. I felt so good about myself because I started playing football in my eighth grade year. And I actually like, we had to hold that thing up. That was the, uh, the BMI or the body fat count yeah, or whatever yeah. it is. And like I had gained weight, but I'd lost fat and I felt so proud of myself. And I went from <laughs> doing zero pull-ups to like five. And I felt wow. it was just a good year. Our gym teacher actually, I remember like was because we're, we're short, right. Compared to the pull-up bar, he was actually kind of holding us up to it, but if you were fat, he kind of tried to assist you a little bit to get one or two. But if you were rocking them out like a stud, I actually watched his hands like holding these kids down, like providing resistance. Like, what, what, is, what is this? Well, like, what are we training this. for exactly? We're training to not be the fat high school ones, I guess. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. This, see, this is the shit that I blocked out. Like, I don't want to think about the best yeah, right. test. When you said school sports, I thought we were talking about – all right, I'm going to bring it up. Butt scooters. Yeah, I thought that we butt were scooters talking as about well. butt scooters, which honestly, even saying the word, I think popped a blood vessel in one of my hands. Because <laughs> like, once again, as a fat kid, you tilt over on those things. Those handles crush your hand. I just don't understand why we decided as a country that like we, this is how our kids are going to fit. We're going to put them on butt scooters and run around at each other. <laughs> I don't even remember what the point was. I don't like, either. I think- I can- my point was to tackle people, but that can't be, that couldn't have been the point. No, God, no. I think there was like a ball and like maybe it was like soccer or some crap like that on butt yeah, scooters. Right? But like, no, in reality, all I remember was hauling ass into somebody and just, <laughs> and just wiping out. And taking out trash cans. I, oh, the butt yeah. scooters, I just remember the, the, the hand, the hand-to-hand combat, the butt scooters of slamming <laughs> into each other. I was like, again, like why? Like why do we choose butt scooters as, as the thing that was going to get America into shape? I I, th- I think honestly, like on, I feel like it's a fever dream, right? Like if I look at anybody <laughs> else and say butt scooters, they're like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no. The other uh, uh, extremely athletic thing that t- I thought it went nationwide. We had the jump roping. We also had the cup stacking. Did you have that? I don't know what that is, but we might. It's have. like it's a sport. It's it's very similar to major league eating, in my opinion. But it's like okay. the whole point is to speed stack and take down these cups and like triangles. Okay, yeah, I can't say that word on this podcast. What the hell? What's the other one? We had the other one I thought was interesting. We had, did you ever do, it's a big giant rainbow tarp with like handles oh God, yeah. on it. Parachute and you like day. spun it and then like ran below it. Parachute day, absolutely. See, that yeah, one I, remembers. Yeah, Those are yeah. good memories. That was, that was good day because like even the fat kid can play a parachute day. No, like I do remember like you cared about who that was opposite of you on the parachute. I don't, yeah, I don't remember what the game was exactly. No, but I do remember like you wanted to have somebody similar to you across because right. if you're you're just battling them otherwise. No, I, I, I do remember that. I don't remember what the point was. No, I remember I that happened. <laughs> or we would pick it up and shake it. Man, this is so amazing. <laughs> to run under it. <laughs> Look at the colors. And yeah, you get to run. It's such a good day. Yeah, okay. We had uh, um all the different versions of tag that we would play. The okay, most yeah, the yeah, one yeah. that I found the most memorable was it's tag, but you can only run on like the basketball court or the volleyball court lines on the court oh yeah 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 i remember that game exactly Uh, yeah 
Uh, and actually, we did something slightly different than that. We were allowed to run over the whole court, but we, uh, I think we called it the octopus game, where literally if you got tagged, you had to stand in that spot and you could wave your arms and you can become a tagger, but you can't move. I remember that also. Yeah, like, and that game was intense. Like, that actually ruined friendships. That's right, because you, you'd be standing, like, trying to hit tags people. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you, you were seeing people, like, the super athletic kids, like, parkouring over one another. And then, you know, <laughs> the me's who just got tagged and got to be an octopus. Yeah, like, these games were excellent, actually. I think back this now. We need to set up some kind of an adult summer camp. <laughs> Uh, I did want to bring up one game, though. This wasn't like a weird prop related. Do you remember Knockout? Basketball, yeah. Oh, yeah. Knockout was excellent. And I forgot all about that game until last year when I went to the university where I work and uh, played basketball with some of my students and some kids were playing it to the side. Dude, that game was the most intense. Like, Oh, yeah. I loved, I, I loved every minute of it. We played that like in when I was on the high school team and for basketball practice, we would play the end just to, like get something in. We did it at Broward, like at University of Florida. We played it. Yeah. Every, every now and then, it's kind of like in pickup basketball when you don't have the people for you have like eight people or like yeah. or six. It's the yeah. perfect game because you just like wait till people get there and you kill time. Very kill intense. Time. It's great. It's it's much better to me. I'd rather play knockout rather than twenty one any day of the week. I hate twenty one. I can't terrible. stand twenty one. And everyone, 21. he's got. The, uh, unlike everything we just talked about 21 everyone played differently and it's yeah. incredibly frustrating every time you walk up to someone you don't know like hey you play 21 yeah i have this rule and this rule and i was like what do you mean like that doesn't exist yeah that, uh, yeah uh for people that didn't play 21 i guess it's what you do when you don't when you have three players and not yep. four and it's just this weird like everyone guard everyone game and if you get tapped back in like if someone jumps up and re off a rebound and puts your ball back in then you lose all your points it's weird and i don't like it irritating i hate that game so much i played it again recently and it, it just i wanted to die so, I, I agree though the rule variations have four friends have four friends yeah have two, have two three more friends <laughs> or get rid of one then, of your friends and, play and then one play three percent knockout that's what you should do <laughs> Getting into our weekly sports news. You know, some stuff happened. <laughs> Relatively quiet week, which is surprising yeah. considering that like three sports have basically started in the past week with baseball, hockey, and, uh, and basketball. Yeah, I mean, you know, you've got the coronavirus just uh, being somewhat silently contained in the NFL, uh, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, I think it's being silently covered up in the NFL. <laughs> I, I mean, it must be. Like, Matthew Stafford uh, went onto the COVID list and immediately came off of it by, by them saying he had a false positive. Yeah, it's been a which, couple of guys that, like, What is a false positive, by the way? <laughs> well, so, I think what it is, so the quick response – I'm not a doctor. Just preface all this. But the quick response tests are not, like, as reliable as, like, the one that takes longer to get results. So, obviously, they're, they're taking, like, the swab of the cheek you give it like 24 hours as opposed to the up of the nose. It's like 36 hours, but it's more gotcha. accurate. So yeah. not that they're not accurate, but just that like, they're like, I don't know what the number is, but it would be like 85% as opposed to 95%. Yeah. Yeah. And that, okay. So that makes a little more sense. Uh, I'm seeing, uh, but I have been seeing like numbers being relatively contained uh, within the NFL at this point. Granted, they're, they're only with their own, with their own teams at the moment. They haven't had an uh, outbreak yet. Like, the, like baseball is like, I think the number is 20% of their games have been postponed or, or, or canceled. Well, starting with the Florida Marlins, who Woo. I don't know if this is true. I don't know. Like I'm not a reporter and I'm not even going to, uh, I'm not even going to pretend like I've really read this anywhere, but Twitter. 
but I read that the Florida Marlins went to a strip club after the Atlanta Braves game, and they all came up with COVID the next day. Pretty much. And the, like, uh, I, I looked up and went, guys, like, <laughs> what are you doing? doing? <laughs> Can you not go one game? Was that the strip club visit? Damn. Uh, but like, but as far as the NFL goes, like, I, I, I know Atlanta's had six guys go up. Uh, two or three have already been cleared to come back. Well, they have and all great. the. Uh... Go ahead. And we don't know that they have it either. Like when they yeah. go on those COVID lists, it's that either they have it or that they come in contact with someone who has. So and they have the um, what's it called? The other one who's opted out. Like the Patriots had like five players opt out of the season. I want to say it's eight at this point. That is wild. And like every and, team at this point seems to have like one or two. Uh, the Patriots yeah. have been really hit with the opt outs. So can I put on my tinfoil hat for a second? You go get a little, get a little conspiracy theory on you. Uh, I did read that uh, the, those numbers are coming off the books this year. So they're, uh, all these guys that are opting out are actually freeing up millions for the Patriots to go off and sign somebody. Yeah, but like, uh, who's left to sign? I'm sure somebody out there is an upgrade over these guys that we've never heard of. And like, I, mean, I don't know. Leave it like, to Bill Belichick to work a system to you know, figure you're something absolutely out. Right. I'm, I'm just saying that much. You're absolutely and right. I was either that or he's getting all these guys to opt out so they can go for Trevor Lawrence at the end of the year. I'm telling <laughs> you, there's some, there is something up here, man. I, I, don't, I, I haven't quite figured it out yet, but we'll be hearing it. If they win a Super Bowl, we'll hear that they had a scandal right after that. I, I can get behind this, uh, this tinfoil hat. Because you're right. If there's anyone who's going to try to abuse and, and twist the system, we need Belichick. Yeah, I don't think uh, Belichick's ever done anything – <laughs> anything like legally in his no. life when it comes to this stuff well speaking of the patriots and not doing anything legally antonio's brown suspension has become official this week oh yeah yeah so he's gone for what eight games is eight right? games if he, if he gets signed he's gone eight games i don't want to go into the entire saga that is antonio brown but yeah I, it was a, news he's a freaking dumpster fire of a situation dude yeah, but, uh, he's he's honestly becoming the Conor McGregor of the NFL, man. He's going to retire like 19 times. <laughs> yeah. It's it's after a while. It's I don't even care anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like it's just like he was so good, and it's just like be gone in the prime of his career, man. It's it's like unheard of. It's like it's like Andrew Luck, and who was the other guy that retired um due to concussion worries in his prime? Like Calvin Johnson, a little bit after his prime, but I mean. Still yeah, producing big-time numbers. Calvin left way earlier than anyone expected him to. Right. Mile. And Luck um, was the same. Hey, Luck was like, was he 30? And he was just uh, like, ah. They were like positioned mm-hmm. for a Super Bowl run last year. And then he was just like, I can't do it. I'm out. He's like, he was hurt chronically. Honestly, I can't blame him. Like, oh, no way. I <laughs> really can't blame him. It, you know, everybody's got to, like, take stock. Uh, the guy you're talking about with concussions, by the way, was Luke Keekley. Uh, uh, that's right. The Panthers. Panthers. Uh, yeah. He, once again, top of his game. He was in his prime. Still cannot blame him in the slightest. No, uh, you know, it's like it's I, I was actually health. I was actually at that Saints game in '16 when he uh, when he took that hit or gave that hit. However, it worked out. Got that bad concussion and was crying on the field. And dude, like to put it in perspective, I'm wearing a Falcons hat at a Panther Saints <laughs> game. Like, and even I, like my heart was breaking for this guy because like he was he was so messed up. So Which I, is I like, stand, Enjoy your life, man. You've got the money at this point. You you know, you're oh, yeah. gonna be fine. Go for it. Well, do you remember um who was this the Steelers guy in primetime that went down and had to like go to the hospital and was hit like had a head to head injury and like his spine had to get surgery on? Um Oh uh 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 crap. Ryan Shazier. Shazier, yeah. Like yeah, on a primetime yeah. game, went down for like forty minutes and, and we limited to move him. You want to talk about the most moving thing was when he walked out at the draft following that like holy crap you go man like i'm putting nothing past that guy 
But at the same time, I think just like with Alex Smith, man, he was talking about how he wants to get back on the field. I, <laughs> I don't know that I would. No, I definitely wouldn't. At that, at that point, it's, hey, let's just enjoy the fact that I can still walk. It's a miracle that I made it out of this, of this horrible thing. Right. That, that was my thought. But, you know, good on him. I mean, you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah. We do have some NBA bubble news this week as we were All a week right. into the bubble now. We have Lou Will is out of uh, <laughs> his uh, Atlanta strip club quarantine. He's back on the court. <laughs> good for him. We have a uh, Jonathan Isaac who plays for Orlando, who's going to be in the playoffs thanks to the Wizards being amazing, and yeah, right. a young guy like he's out of Florida State a couple of years ago, promising towards ACL in the bubble, like game two. Oh I think. man, I Horrible. felt so bad for that guy. Like uh, he's going to be out until next July. Yeah, and minimally, I mean, an ACL injury uh, is anywhere from nine to twelve months typically, uh, and that's you know, can you imagine though, like being on and being on hold for months waiting for the game to start back and literally like within the first week going down with an ACL tear. That is terrible. It's terrible. He's so young. He, he has shown promise as a good NBA player. And now it's just like, I mean, this is I mean, This could be it. Honestly, if he, if he can't come back from this, I mean, it's just, it's sad. We have um, AC, ACL repairs seem to be better and better every year though. Like I, I wouldn't seem really to be getting there. It, it's more like every like generation we get like a step. Where it seems yeah, to be getting better. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think an ACL would put somebody down like that. Uh, I hope good, he's so, uh, so young. Good luck to him by by a thousand. Well, he's gonna. Know, yeah, he's gonna be on like a three year journey now to get back to where he is now. Uh, Tim, uh, my cousin who we had on the podcast a few weeks right. ago uh, from Pub Sports Talk, actually, I talked to him about that injury recently, and he said this is going to start happening. We're going to see this a heck of a lot more with this season because these guys have not been able to work out and stay in shape, and then they're getting thrust back into game stuff like it is these injuries are not, it's not going to be a one-time occurrence well it's it interesting because they, they, they did a pretty decent lead up it wasn't that they did no lead up they can't they just can't do the full one because it takes months to lead into the season sure and so they did like a month lead into games but it's like you just you can't the time the longer you're there the, the you know the more risk you're running and so sure uh other nba bubble news we have uh mark cuban is in a shark tank bubble right now where they're filming the episodes <laughs> and he plans to join the Mavericks for their playoff run in a couple of weeks. He um he's in, he said he that the Shark Tank bubble is a near copy to the NBA bubble, and that he plans to have no problem joining the NBA bubble. Uh, not sports related at all, but shoot me in the head if I have to quarantine with Mister Wonderful. Absolutely oh not. <laughs> Can you imagine all those egos like in one room? That is wild. <laughs> but no, um, some uh, some other NBA sports news. We have uh, the Suns are three and now. And yeah, Devin and Booker, did you see his game winner? I did. I did. Oh my and, gosh! And he spawned a new meme. It, yes, him, just, yeah. him just laying on his back now. So. <laughs> but they are uh, every single team in the West. All five teams after the playoff run are within three and a half games right now of the eight seed. It's insane. Yeah. What I loved is that New Orleans, as soon as I backed them, immediately just freaking tank and like right. start. And then everyone starts talking about how they're still not out of it. I'm like, it's because you don't want them to be out of it. Shut up. They're all within, and more importantly, being in the three, the three and a half game threshold, they're all within a two game of the nine seed, which they have to beat the nine seed to get in the playing game. Sure. It's, it's like, that is a hell of a race going on. And Memphis just lost Jaron Jackson Jr. for the season. I think it was a meniscus tear. He's uh, out for the worse. year. He's that's their worse. second leading scorer. I mean, like, the eight yeah. seed, they're the eight seed. And so it's like, it's just wild, this run at the end that's going to happen. I'm excited. Also, you're talking about the Heat. They uh, they did work without uh, without Jimmy Butler. I'll tell you, for, man. Like, good Lord. Dark horse, uh, bubble pick, Miami Heat yeah. in the finals. 
and speaking of my pick, by the way, which is well, like I think the least sexy pick I've ever made, the Lakers don't look very good. They don't. They're they kind of slow. As, and I think it's expected. I think it's because they don't care. I think so too. They, they know that they don't have to do anything. Like they only have to win like what one or two games out of the thing in yeah. order to get uh, in order to get their number one seed. So I mean, I get it. No, I, I think that they're essentially going to treat the whole run up and the first round as, as their warm up. And I will say that their team, because the Clippers are more talented, they have they have better players than not the top end, but like the whole roster. Yeah. And so the Lakers need the chemistry more than I think the Clippers do. And that's, I think this is going to take longer to build back in. There's a lot of older guys in the Lakers, yeah. which is fine because yeah. that's, that's how the team is instructed to win. But I, I think they will get there. But I think they're going to be a, I think it's going to be into the playoffs, the first round of a run up. Uh, real quick, because I wasn't, you know, I don't follow the NBA nearly as hard as you do. Was Toronto's championship run last year, was Kawhi being there just a coincidence? Because these guys look great. No, so Masai Ujiri is a GM, fantastic GM from Africa, by the way. Clearly. He is fantastic. He built this whole team, and, he, and then Kawhi Leonard came on the market, and he said, okay, I have two all-stars, neither of which can be the main guy to win a championship. They're not good enough. Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan. Right. So he trades DeMo, De, DeRozan, brings in Kawhi and Danny Green, also a great pickup, and says, okay, Kawhi, Kawhi here's what we're going to do. We're getting you to the playoffs. We're going to basically get you – I can't remember who they are. We're going to get you to the second round of the playoffs. We then need you to take us over the hump and get us there. And I think that the Raptors are great, and they're a great team. And this is before Pascal Siakam, who's their guy this year, had not broken out. Who has come out of his shell. Absolutely. He's improved by, I believe, it's over eight points or ten points per game in both the last two seasons. Because he won most improved last year. He's going to win it again this year because he's over the 20s now. Frankly, I think he should. And so Kawhi was the guy, and in the playoffs, this is what happens. First of all, you get this, you get this seven-game series, so teams can, can make a strategy for however you win intensely. And then it's a lot more iso ball. And so that's when they said, okay, Kawhi, we have a great team. We have a good supporting cast. Marcus Saul, Kyle Lowry, Danny Green, these guys are all good. We need you to be the guy at the end where we give you the ball in the fourth quarter and say, take us to the promised land. We also right. are going to take out all of Golden State with our assassins, and then you'll be good to go. Also, yeah, the entire Golden State team has to collapse into a puddle. That's right. Uh, but no, will, they're, I, they're a great team, and they are a well-constructed team. Like, that organization is so really good. firing on all cylinders. Like, they I, are. I, they are, I don't think they're getting enough credit right now for the run that they can make. People forget, too, Nick Nurse was in the G League like two seasons ago. Like they brought yep. him in when they brought yep. Kawhi in. Yep. And also, like, like I said, I, I learned to fear that team when Van Vliet was just wrecking oh, my yeah. world a year ago. I, so. I fear them less in the playoffs. They had a really weak – if they had the Eastern Conference last year, like, they were deep. But in terms of, like, top-end talent, there really wasn't anybody. There was Giannis and then the Sixers, who haven't really done any – like, they were young and talented. They haven't done anything. Like, there was no LeBron. They certainly didn't go through with the West, went through with Golden State and Houston, which was basically the finals. More or less, yes, but yeah, no, it's 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 still good to point out though. Like, I, I, I don't count Absolutely. them out. Don't I, I would them not. Out. I would not want to see them in the playoffs. It's just like it's a similar thing with the Heat. I would not want to see the one of those teams, even though technically that their star might not be as good as mine. I don't want to see the one of them. Right, because Toronto's scrappy. Anyway. I do want to give my um my small Wizards update from the bubble. Obviously, sure. they've lost all their games, which is fine. I think they've won one game earlier this week. They're they're out tonight. They should be out mathematically, but. Their defense has actually improved. During right. the year, they were one of the worst defenses. They had a decent one. All right. And then 
we have Thomas Bryant and Rui, who are the two guys who I think will actually be on the roster in two years from now, and everyone's okay. be gone. They're both playing really well, and so that's all I can ask for. Because like without Beal or Bertans or Wall going, they're gonna lose. They're not gonna make it. It's not really an NBA team. When Bradley Beal said he wasn't going, that's it. That was that that diminished the one percent chance they had to begin with. That's right. And so I just want to so. say that uh, although they're losing, there's still pauses to be taken out. So, <laughs> Even though they're losing, they're losing with class. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, you know, they, they've committed to like the super young, like they, they have like, I swear, like 10, 12 guys on like 15 day contracts. And they're just saying, if we get three of these guys on the team in a couple of years, then we would have gotten something out of this team. Yeah. But anyway, that's all I want to do on my Wizards update. They're, they're going to be out of the bubble soon. They're, I've only got a week left to watch them. So I just want to get it out there. Uh, I can give you a brief Warriors update. They took a video of uh, Aisha took a video of Steph sleeping in a sunbathed room, and he woke up and looked around as if uh, as if like things were happening. And she <laughs> and it literally the caption literally just said like imagining he's in Orlando right now. And he, oh, he was not pleased about the video happening. But also, who sleeps in a hoodie, Steph? You freaking psychopath! Like <laughs> what in the world? Yeah, I don't know. I got nothing about uh, that. Anyway, I guess uh, I, I do want to throw in uh, golf's first major is coming up this week. Oh, that's right. Uh, very out of the ordinary to have the PGA Championship A being the first major. It's going to be an exciting time. Uh, golf is actually another sport that seems to be doing quite well. They should uh, be able to do even handling, better. Handling coronavirus. Uh, I actually haven't heard of that many people that even have anything. The international players are having a hard time with the whole like quarantine to get in and all that other stuff. But um, Yeah, the NBA had the same problem. You, you, you give them slowly. Uh, I will say that uh, Ricky Fowler finally started playing like the actual golfer that I thought he was last week oh, until good. he just absolutely tanked it on Sunday. Come on, man. But I'm hoping I'm hoping he gets out there and gets a major. Uh, if you want my pick for who's going to win, though, I am not betting against uh, Bryson DeChambeau. This dude is a hoss of an individual. <laughs> uh, they wrote an ESPN article on him recently, and they said, what's been your diet? Because he's been on a crap ton of weight, like muscle. Right. He said, whatever I want. And as much as I want, what this, this man is doing nothing but working out and swinging the piss out of a golf club. Uh, I I would love to see him come out and get it. Plus, he wears that uh, that I don't even know what the word is the the European looking style uh, hat from Puma. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> that mixed with a Jack dude is just awesome. So go get him, Bryson. Ricky, don't screw it up, man. Like that, yeah. <laughs> that's basically I, where I'm at. I'm happy to see that these uh, sports that are bubbling are finding extremely good results. Like the NBA is no positive test. MLA, MLS has no positive test. Golf, I thought they'd come back even earlier, but whatever is safe works for me. Golf's doing fine. Yeah. Uh, the, I mean, the NHL, while they're having their minor struggles, just opened up a new uh, franchise as well. That's you right. Yeah. That? Yeah. The, the I mean, Seattle Krakens. Seattle right? Krakens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, credit to uh, my buddy Josh Bothwell for bringing this to my attention because I do not pay attention to hockey. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just can't. Yeah, and apparently, like, uh, the, as a new team, they're getting, like, first-hand, first dibs at draft picks and whatnot. Oh, like, yeah. They're, they're almost going to be the favorite for the freaking Stanley <laughs> Cup in their first year just because of the at talent they have access to. Las Vegas made the, uh, the Stanley Cup the first year they came in the Knights. We yeah. watched the run. Go Caps. They won that year, but we watched and, uh, the run. The Atlanta United uh, in MLS, I That's think right. it was their Same second thing. year, won a championship. I mean, Wild. Like, so all I need for you Falcons to do is to just stop being an organization for one year <laughs> come back. and then come back and get me a damn Super Bowl so I can stop being made fun of by everyone. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's play a game, David. I- I'm really excited for this. This is a great idea you had. Let- let's play a game of our own device. 
of our own devised minds, of all of our of all of our stupid arguments and opinions that we can possibly come up with. That's right. Yeah, I'm sure you guys are familiar with the uh, build the best team for $15 memes that have been shooting around, uh, which even transcends the sports world. You've, I've seen it for the NBA. Oh, yeah. I've seen it for football. Hell, I've even seen it for Marvel, which the broken one that I saw put Scarlet Witch at a dollar, which are you freaking insane, <laughs> by the way. Like, I would just pay $15 and have 15 Scarlet Witches and just yeah, wreck right. the world. <laughs> but anyway, so the idea behind this is that we have to take uh, – we are given a quarterback, a wide receiver one, a wide receiver two, a running back, and a tight end. Within each one, there are five options, the best of which being the $5 option, the lowest of which being the $1 option. And we are given $15 total that we have to spend every dollar of, and we have to fill, uh, and we have to fill up this team. And a side note, this will be posted on our Instagram if you would like to argue with us later. It's like you follow along with us as we go through all the categories. Absolutely. So uh, we've already decided what our team is going to look like. So instead of trying to overwhelm you guys with throwing out all 25 names at once, we're just going to take you down the list. Uh, and I will defend myself if I have to for why why I chose a lower number. Oh, Greg, you'll, but, be, you'll be coming at me hard for my picks. Oh, I have no doubt, you Michael Thomas buyer. I picked uh, and, such a weird <laughs> like combination of players. I, I, look at, I did it earlier today, and I went back to it, and I was like, what was I thinking for this team? I mean, it's good, but it's like, why? Like, What's, what's a weird fit put together here? Yeah, uh, I, I'm, curious about your, I'm curious about your team, but we're going to start with quarterbacks. I think give, that's, the place, the quarterback that's, list. that's where the money gets us. So uh, the $5 option is obviously Pat Mahomes. The $4 option is Russell Wilson. Uh, we can't put two $5 up there, guys, so that's why the yeah, right. right Jacks is not up there. Chill out. So four is Russell Wilson. $3 is Drew Brees, and you are high as hell if you think I'm paying any amount of money for Drew Brees. Uh, $2 for my boy Matt Ryan. Matty Ice. And uh, $1 for – for our newest Patriot, Cam Newton. Now, I'm going to have uh, people I, – I helped – I mean, we had a template for this, and we edited it a little bit. And I understand you'll be thinking, Cam Newton, a former VP. Surely Cam he's Newton. higher than $1. But I will uh, tell you, the NFL barely gave him $1 to play this year. Uh, that is not wrong. And also, if you want to really argue with it, every single name up there is, is a MVP. Oh, so that's right. Think about you, that. You, re you really can't come down on us for that. Uh, as far as stats that have been chucked out, I think this is actually pretty damn – close they're if actually, you want to take five all, mvps and put them together they're uh, all mvp super bowl appearing quarterbacks they absolutely are and that's wild of, three of which are winning quarterbacks that's right uh so you know i mean hard to argue i'm just gonna start off because it's not even a question i'm taking my boy at two dollars i knew uh, you were gonna do it <laughs> I, mean, I mean oh my goodness it is a value pick right there for two dollars i get an mvp from a couple years ago yep uh also fun fact i saw this stat on twitter by the way in election years, Matt Ryan has gone off. That's funny. So, in, 20, in uh, 20, 2008, when he was drafted, he was rookie of the year. In 2012, he went to the NFC title game, uh, and they lost to, they lost his cap. In 2016, the boy won MVP. What are we doing in 2020, Matt? I, I can't I can't wait to see it. I can't so, wait to see his campaign. <laughs> so uh, so I, got my, I got my boy Matty Ice at $2. I'll take so, that any day of the week. I was debating this. And I figured uh, I, I can't go Pat Mahomes because Russell Wilson is a good save of the dollar. I wasn't going to go Drew Brees because he's not worth $3. He's not. He's not. He's too old, man. <laughs> I was thinking of going Matt Ryan, but I knew you were going to go with him. So I didn't want to go with obviously, him. Obviously. Obviously. So then I, now I was down to Russell Wilson to Cam Newton. I, I'm going Cam Newton for $1 at the quarterback position. And right. my later picks, it will make sense. But I'm oh, no, 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 I'm them. not. 
I'm not going to judge now. If you want, if you want to get into it later, I'm happy to tell you why you're insane. But we can get to at the end when we give our full, when we get the full roster lineup going. I really hope that somebody over the course of your wide receivers, running backs, or tight ends can throw the ball because when this guy gets hit once, <laughs> you are done with a quarterback. So uh, now I'm going. Kendrick's good. He was having his best throwing season when he was hurt. He's still going to be more mobile than over half the league. Right. I'm not going to have him be. I really just the quarterback. And I was paying the least someone on the quarterback, which is a poor idea generally. But <laughs> he's not going to be the driver of my offense. And so I was leaving it at that as we go into the wide receiver one category. We'll, we'll go over all of it again, and you can criticize how horrible I did. <laughs> Our wide receiver one category at $5 is Julio Jones. At $4 is Kaneen Allen. At $3 is Juju Smith-Schuster. At $2 is DJ Moore, and $1 is Calvin Ridley. A couple of uh, Falcons on there for you. A couple of Falcons on there, being nice. Uh, what you got, man? Who's your, who's your wide receiver one? Well, someone's got to make up for having Kenny as the quarterback. I'm bringing $5. <laughs> Julio Jones is coming out as my number one receiver. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't even know how you like – you take Julio, I get it. Like, I don't know how you argue that at all. I, um, I figured you would take him because Matt Ryan's still a value pick, and so I figured you would just pair those guys right up. Nope. Oh, really? Nope. Uh, I'm going to let you finish, though, with the, Matt, with the Julio. You know, you pick the biggest, fastest guy out there. It just makes sense. If you got Cam there to overthrow him by 20 yards, at least you're getting, picking the big guy that can go up and get it. So I you figure know, like, you get a guy who's got – he can move. He's got a big arm. Julio, get the hell on the field. Get, get that, catch that ball for me. Go up and get it, man. No, I, I get you, man. Believe it or not, no, I am going for the value of values. I am taking Calvin Ridley at one, one dollar. I'm saving. I'm saving my money. You have a lot of money. Uh, I, I am a fiscally conservative individual for a reason, <laughs> uh, and I say this for two. I say this for two reasons. One, Calvin, uh, while he may not be the wide receiver one in most in, uh, in in Atlanta right now, I actually think he has the 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 ability to get up there. He's he's got incredible speed. His route running is getting only better every year. The videos I've been seeing coming out of him recently are insane. Yep. But also. I'm taking it because Matt and Calvin already have this chemistry going, right? I know. I thought so, you were going to go with Julio. I was, I, I was I'm so thrown off now. What are you going to do? I was assuming those two were locks. I am saving my money for later. <laughs> I'm saving my money for later. That's interesting. Uh, so so I'm, I'm going with Calvin. Uh, I do, like I said, his route running's great. He's a smart guy. He's young. Uh, he's ha- He did get put out. Uh, he did get put out last season with an injury but on the same front like they didn't really have much to play for so it's kind of hard to blame I, yeah, I right. wonder if that I wonder if that situation was more of a he could have played but don't risk it why you know uh, I actually no I was struggling between him and DJ actually uh DJ's a good, but, a good value pick too both of which uh were drafted within one pick of each other um interesting DJ, I mean, DJ's got the bigger size that I think I should have gone with, but I'm not <laughs> going to back off. I am doing this. Is he so, already uh, the one in Washington? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure who the one receiver is in Washington, to be honest with you. Hang tight. DJ Moore, dude, that's, that's Carolina. Is it Carolina? Yeah, you're yeah, right. I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm he's, a, he's a Panther. So, but, no, he is very much a uh, – yeah, he's very much the wide receiver one in Carolina. Okay, no, uh, yeah. No, I was you're, you're making, with other guys. Sorry. You're also mixing up because Rivera just left Carolina and took. Yeah, yeah, with it's all him. tied like, together. It's, it's this big ask. Yeah, uh, but no, I almost went with DJ Moore uh, just because uh, bigger guy can go up and get it. But I love Calvin's. Uh, I love Calvin's route running, and also, like I said, he and Matt already have that connection going. Yeah, it, it just makes it that much easier. And now I uh, actually think our wide receiver, a wide receiver two class, is more stacked than our one. Actually, I 
entirely agree. And technically, uh, Calvin would end up being my wide receiver too in my offense as well. Okay. What do you, what do you, who, 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 give us a rundown who's number All number right. Two so is. $5 is Michael Thomas. And while, you know, I understand, I just know. Uh, I'm, doing, <laughs> I'm, I'm just not doing it. <laughs> Hell no. Locker room presence alone. Uh, $4, we got Adam Thielen. Uh, if you remember, he led the league in uh, receiving yards and catches and all kinds of crap a couple years ago with Minnesota. Uh, and that was with a quarterback that, frankly, like, I love Kirk Cousins, but come on, man. Like, yeah. or maybe it was Case Keenum. I don't remember who he was with at this point. It doesn't matter. Uh, number three is Odell Beckham, which I find hilarious to be in the wide receiver two column. You're right. But I find it hilarious because it a couple is. years ago, it was an argument of who was a better receiver between him and Julio. He He's so talented. I, I could see I – mean, he arguably could be in the one column easily based uh, on history, not based on what he did last year. Uh, number two, is that Taj Boyd? Taj Boyd. Is he a wide receiver in the NFL? He is. He's, he's, the, he's the one for the Bengals, my man. Wasn't, wasn't he a quarterback? Am I don't I, believe so. Am I drawing a blank here? Hang on a second. Like, I, I just need to do this really fast. And football quarterback, he was – he absolutely was – Taj Boyd is a former American football quarterback. He was drafted by the Jets. He played college football at Clemson, where he was the quarterback from 11 to 13. Huh. I'm I'm not insane. I'm like no. I, didn't, I didn't know he was a wide receiver. No, he's a he's a he's a good he's a he's been good for the Bengals and, and granted who they have thrown it to him, Andy Dalton. But he's gonna be hey, he's gonna help Burrow hey. come in the league good. Now now he's got the now he's got Heisman winner himself, man. Uh, okay okay, so, but no, Taj Boyd. I, I thought he was sticking out in my head. This was before. Uh, this was before you know they they started winning championships. Right. But uh, but yeah, it is what it is. Good for him being that one gadget quarterback who actually did a made a successful running made it, wide yeah. receiver. Yeah. You know, I hate it whenever you hear like these running quarterbacks get moved to wide receiver and you never hear them again. Yeah. Uh, and so recap because I talked a lot. Michael Thomas, Adam Thielen, Odell Beckham, Taj Boyd, and Golden Tate at uh, one dollar. Um, I'm gonna spend a little here. I'm gonna take Adam Thielen. Interesting at, pick at four dollars. I freaking love this guy. <laughs> He's a workhorse. He comes out and gets it. My downfall right now is that I have no height. <laughs> I have yeah, but to say height. he would be a really good two if you had like like uh, obviously if you have Hulu and he was a good Hulu was a good two, but like even like Smith Schuster or Allen or or more are all bigger guys. Yeah, and I'm you going, have feel a little bit the the perfect other side of the field guy. I'm going pure speed, baby. <laughs> this is, this I, is the Madden team we're making. I, I am taking these guys down. Anyway, uh, who you got going, man? Uh, wide receiver two, I would argue about my weakest pick at Golden Tate, the $1 option, being a little frugal <laughs> myself. I figure if you have Julio and I, you have other options I'm going to choose, you, you, you don't need, need another two. You just need someone with legs. And, they're gonna, and Golden they're Tate gonna is not have, bad. Right. You're going to have to double down on Julio to make it work. So, yeah. Uh, you, you would think, but just you wait. My, my team only gets funkier <laughs> in the last two picks here, Greg. <laughs> Mine only gets more stacked from here, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so, go ahead. I'll do the rundown, but you tell me who you got. Uh, we got our running backs coming. So, number five is run CMC himself, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, number four is the human Mack truck of Derek Monster. Henry. I love that these guys are right up on top. My goodness, you got to pick. Uh, number three is Le'Veon Bell, who, wow, you just uh, go to the Jets and really turn it around here, I know, man. what a fall, uh, right? <laughs> uh, number two is Mark Ingram, who I swear to God, uh, he's still cranking out yards, and it's he's, so shocking to me. He's a great power back. He is, yes, absolutely. And uh, he was, I, th- I still say he was better with the Saints, but, you know, it's yep. kind of hard to argue when you move over to Baltimore and do what you do. Uh, and then number one, James Conner uh, coming out of Pitt, uh, who really had a great, 
year or two fantasy wise uh and then last year just kind of was he hurt last year i don't know what i just think that i mean you think, think about it, they had their fourth string quarterback out there juju no was doubt. his first time being the number one receiver brown bell ben roethlisberger were all you gone know, garrett got his head ba- or miles garrett bashed in oh, Rudolph's yeah. head and with so, a helmet so you know it's uh, hard <laughs> to judge juju schuster or james connor for having a down year because like who else is gonna do anything on that offense who was gonna get to the ball even no doubt I have my running back position. I've I've raved about on the podcast before. The monster, Derrick Henry. It's carrying. I want to. How do you defend the um, run pass option of Cam Newton, Derrick Henry, and Julio Jones? What are you going to do on defense? Uh, no, I'm with you. Like you know, you unbelievable. Got two, you got two guys who can run over the entire league. You know, no, it, it's it's a it's a stacked team, man. What I love is that neither one of us has picked the same guys twice. By the really, the same yeah, guys, I, the same. it's interesting. Yeah, because I am going all in on my boy CMC here, <laughs> Christopher McCaffrey. Uh, hell yes. Uh, once again, man, I'm going short, but I am going <laughs> lightning fast, and I am going workhorse. Uh, yeah, I've been I've been thinking about this for a while now. It's hard to bet against him. I was uh. I'm a big fantasy guy, uh, and actually, fun fact, I've been trying to get David to join my league for years, and he's That's finally right. coming in this year. So I'm we'll be able to talk it. about that a little bit. But Christian McCaffrey won my freaking respect last year, mainly because I kept saying the man was going to get hurt. Uh, I, I kept looking up going, they give him the ball too much. He's not going to be able to do it. This guy just keeps, keeps, keeps going. And when I was, uh, when I was at the game, uh, I was at a Falcons-Carolina game two years ago. <laughs> It was just impressive. Like the the same play was getting run over and over and over. It was this little like swing pass to him, and it would keep going for twelve yep. yards. You're like, what is going on? No, I'm going in on Chris McCaffrey. Any uh, guy, any running back who can be in the MVP conversation in any year is an unbelievable talent. Because absolutely, the thing any position has to get over to get over a quarterback for the MVP conversation, like like McCaffrey did. Yep, I mean. Unbelievable. Being a white guy in the NFL and being that talented also, God help yep. you stay on a little bit. I, mean, it's, I can't argue with you. I think that either Henry or McCaffrey are amazing picks. And they're I, two I, I, totally different guys. Two totally different guys, but at the same time, like I don't know how you, you – can't, you can't fault anyone for taking either one. No. Uh, that being said, <laughs> moving on to the tight ends. Yeah, I want to do the tight end list because go I ahead, love the tight ahead. end list. We camp with the tight end list. Yeah, we, absolutely. At the $5, you got George Kittle. Okay. The four dollar you got Travis Kelsey, which honestly those two are almost interchangeable. Depending almost on, interchangeable. You know, uh, the three dollar you got Rob Gronkowski out of yeah. retirement into Tampa. After <laughs> yeah, he can party every week now. Uh, fun fact: uh, Producer Becca play, started playing fantasy football with us uh, starting two years ago and refused my help and refused to understand how uh, fantasy football works. And I kept asking, what is your first pick? What is your, like, just tell me, like, where are you going with this? And she wouldn't tell me, wouldn't tell me, wouldn't tell me. Turns out her plan was Julio, didn't get him, drafted Gronk in the first round, and everybody, everybody in the room went silent. <laughs> it was, because I, I don't remember, like, who, the, uh, two years ago, we're talking, like, everyone's busting balls for you know Antonio Brown actually went in the first round yeah right uh everybody's fighting for you know the top running backs Alvin Kamara ended up kicking ass that year but Gronk and then we all just stopped (laughs) (laughs) but yes uh number two is Greg Olson which that's a bit of a risk play to be honest with you man hasn't really stayed on the field for a while yeah 
Uh, and then number one, uh, the one dollar bill, Jimmy <laughs> Jimmy Graham, who I swear to God has not looked good since he's been playing with Drew Brees in, in New Orleans. It's been a uh, while. Since he's where, who is he even with at this point? He was with Green Seattle. Bay. Is he still with Green Bay? Okay, I believe he's with Green Bay. Okay, so could, yeah, be, back, could be back with Seattle, but I think he's in Green Bay. I'm a little shocked that Aaron Rodgers hasn't used him more than he has because he has no one at all to throw to in that offense outside of Devontae Adams. I think the fact that he didn't use him proves how far he's fallen. It must be, Because, like, if he had anyone, he would throw the ball to them, and he's got nothing. Who, so, who do you uh, have as your – how much money do you – I was going to tell you in a minute. Who do you well, have going it, as your tight end? It, it tells you based on how much money I have. I've spent $2, $1, 4 and 5 added together. That is $12. That leaves me with Rob Gronkowski. Oh, I can't believe you went wrong. <laughs> I have no choice, my man, because uh, we said we had to spend every dollar. Uh, so um, it's uh, – and honestly, like, I don't even hate it, you know. I don't, I don't want Jimmy Graham because he's just – he just yeah, is. Right. He is. Uh, Greg Olson, once again, I think he's going to get hit once. He's gone for a year. And while I would love to have Kittle, I don't actually trust that Kittle is as good as everyone thinks he is. Interesting. Uh, mainly because Kyle Shanahan makes his guys look good. You're not wrong there. And and it's not it's nothing against Kittle, but he's had he's had one year, and you know Hooper looked fantastic in that offense. The reason I trust Hooper is because he kept looking good years later. Yeah, uh, give give Kittle a couple of years, let him go somewhere else, and tell me Kelsey. I think is the safest bet out of all of them because Gronk will take a shot and die. Uh, but I just didn't have the money left, and I had to make my decision somewhere. I did flirt with going Derrick Henry, Travis Kelsey. Oh, man. Uh, well, I, what do you I know, Greg? I went Derrick Henry <laughs> and Travis Kelsey to end out my lineup. Can I figure, you. again, follow my theme here. You got Cam Newton, yep. not your main source of the offense, because you have Julio Jones, you have Derrick Henry, you have Travis Kelsey. I think Travis Kelsey and Julio Jones, if you're going to throw the ball to anybody, why yep. not throw to these two guys and then hand it off to Derrick Henry for 250 yards a game? Yeah, you know no, doubt. I mean? no doubt, no doubt. I have nothing wrong with your list outside of me not liking Cam Newton as a right. concept. Uh, I got nothing for you. But, like, no, that, that offense is actually terrifying. I'm, I'm looking at mine. Who do you have for five? You have Matt Ryan. I've got Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley, and Adam Thielen as my, like, small speedsters. I got CMC to run. Actually, I'm fine with that. <laughs> so, so I'm looking at this again. I've got Matt Ryan. I've got an MVP quarterback ready and smart to throw the ball. I've got two speedsters who can get out there, get the slants, get the stuff done. Adam Thielen is a like he will bring his lunch pail to work. Like yeah, he is ready he to will. go. Uh, I've got, and if nothing else, I got tr- Christian McCaffrey with no <laughs> offensive line can rack up yards on yards. But then I've got my red zone threat and Gronk, man. Like I don't even want the ball going to Gronk until he's standing in the end zone. Like <laughs> so, on the field until he's in the end zone. <laughs> exactly. So I, I don't know, man. I I just had the idea. We should build these teams in Madden and let them go. I know, yeah. right? And just see what happens. Give them, give them similar offensive lines, similar defenses, and just let this team go. I don't know. There, there might be something to that. The uh, my, I made a backup lineup with Matt Ryan because I wanted to see what I would do with him. Sure, and sure. I ended up with Matt Ryan, Mark Ingram, Jimmy Graham, and then I went Julio Jones on one side, Michael Thomas on the other side. <laughs> and I want to see. I'm just going to go all out throw. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Technically, what you have to do is let Julio run down the field and let Michael Thomas run a slant every <laughs> single play. <laughs> that's that's pretty scary, man. I'm not going to lie. I did I did do a backup run. I still have Matt at my quarterback just because I'm going to do that. Right. Uh, I, I had Julio actually at seven. Uh, and then that's where I started getting a little scared, right? I didn't want to spend too much money uh, on one, two, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> so I still went with Mark Ingram 
at my yeah, running back, I, I, I who, I, my who, back who I still back trust. Up. That has me at $9. I think I wound up going with uh, Odell and Gronk uh, as well, which, I mean, that's also a terrifying little group. It you is. got, no, Julio, you got is. Julio and Gronk coming down with Odell doing his thing <laughs> and then a Mark Ingram to run the ball. Like, there's no way around it's endless. it. It's endless. It's endless combinations. It's so, much, it's so much fun. I love it. What I love is that I think the only reason we didn't take Patrick Mahomes is because the quarterback slot was first. And that's the first thing you look at. It's first, and then I, I think like in the running back scenario and tight end scenario, you have two guys and everybody else. And the receivers, you really, if you're not going to go like all out, I decided I was going to go cheaper. And then the quarterbacks, you can get so much value down the roster of like, you can. And dude, that, I, would, I would just save the dollar like, and get Wilson. It's kind of like the fantasy. It's kind of like the fantasy argument, right? Like you know, you've got your quarterbacks who put up numbers every week. You're not going to draft your quarterback in the first round. Right. Unless you got that crazy guy last year who took Pat Mahomes in the very first pick, and you're like, dude. <laughs> Lamar or something. Yeah. Oh, well, Lamar worked out for everybody, but, you know, like last year. But Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, just a brief sneak peek to fantasy guys. Listen, <laughs> listen to the guys at ESPN. Do not draft Pat Mahomes. Do not draft Lamar <laughs> Jackson in the first round. Go get your running backs. Go get CMC. Go get Derrick Henry. Save your league. Anyway, uh, I have no, uh, I have no arguments with yours. Actually, believe it or not, I think we both built pretty good off roster. I think we did. We built ones that match our style a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually going to, uh, I'm, I'm considering plugging these guys in the Madden. Maybe I'll bring that up next week and see where we go. <laughs> All right. After a really unfortunate week in which we had to be a little too hard on Becca to make sure she didn't get it, uh, we wanted to give her a term this week that maybe, maybe she could get. David, no, I'm coming in. I once again, I have flown back the other direction and giving you a term. I think this don't was the, go too easy now. No, this is the original term I thought you might be able to get. But the more people I ask, the more people that go, I don't more know what doubt. that is. Yeah. And so we'll see what happens. I don't know. We'll see. I'll just go ahead and tell you what it is. I think you're going to get it, just for the record. I, I have full confidence. <laughs> the term this week is hat trick. Hat trick. Crap. This is a thing that I feel like I should know. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, soccer. It's soccer. Or and hockey. <laughs> oh, we, we have shuttered the confidence. <laughs> <laughs> or, hockey. or hockey concerns me. It happens, it happens <laughs> in hockey. Stick, stick with soccer. What do you got? What do you got, Becca? I want All to right. feel, what was your gut feeling? <laughs> My gut feeling is soccer. And it's a goal in which you make with your head. That is an interesting <laughs> idea. Not quite it. That was adorable. I love that. That's actually. good though. That, that should be You can do that in soccer. You absolutely yeah. can. You can absolutely head the ball. Yes, that's true. <laughs> See, that's, that was my concern with hockey. I'm like, why is the puck hitting you in the head? <laughs> they have helmets on. <laughs> oh, my God. Now I'm going to Google whether or not someone's ever headed a puck in. <laughs> you're going to ding at their head on purpose. It's going to cross it happen at least one. As long as it doesn't touch your hands, I think you're good. <laughs> <laughs> you're good. Now, the, uh, the hat trick is a term in soccer and hockey. It's when you score three times. Three times. Okay. Hat trick. Okay. There was something, there's something in me that knows it's soccer. Yep. Every, and everyone that I told was like, exact reaction. I've heard this my whole life. I gotta yeah. know what it is. Like I knew it was a soccer term and just naturally I assumed because that's a sport you can do something and actually utilize your noggin. That's, that's, right. that's where we were going with it. Well, at least you didn't go with like baseball when you pull your hat off and catch the fly ball. That's what I was it. thinking. Also, <laughs> with baseball at the caps. <laughs> Right, that's a good so, guess, though. That's what, that's what you're, I like that guess. 
So we're going to, I've been trying to uh, pitch to rebrand this segment into Becca's learning corner. Uh, no, oh, not, so, not, not so much of a fact check, but it's a time where we all learn a time where Becca <laughs> learns a new trick. Becca learns a new, uh, a new party word to pull out to prove that she knows what's up. Then she, then she can bring in some fun facts for us and also tell us when we get wrong. So Becca, well, this learning corner. What what first do we got? This first, I just want to touch yet. on. It's <laughs> for the record. <laughs> that is not approved. Yet. I'm going for like it. I, need, I feel like I need a little like nursery theme song. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Oh my gosh. David does not. Um, but with that, I do want to start Becca's learning corner this week with <laughs> the head shake. Um, with just who I decided to choose on a whim for our game that I hope everyone plays along with on our Instagram page at can out I, of our underscore league. Can I preface this and say, how many minutes did you spend on this? Oh, all of two. I love this. Okay, let's do this. So I'm going to immediately piss off my husband and go for Drew Brees at quarterback. Yeah. Wow, that, uh... But it's because mathematically I have to. Yeah. <laughs> so about that. So we got Drew Brees for three dollars. The guest followed is by my man Julio, <laughs> whose jersey I will be acquiring this year at five dollars. Always a good because that felt necessary. And when it's you, unfortunate when that have... Drew Brees can't get in the ball for ten yards, but still. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you see, Julio can bubble do screens anything. for days, boys. <laughs> but when you have one Julio Jones on your team, you don't need anybody else. So I just went with Golden Tate, much like uh, David uh, did, honey. I will I will go out and say that the Falcons Don't have honey. gone four and four and twelve, six and ten, eight and eight, seven and nine, seven and nine. <laughs> you do need more than Julio. <laughs> nah. Anyway, okay. so we got Golden Tate for a dollar. Le'Veon Bell for three dollars. You hate Le'Veon Bell. You've had him on your fantasy team and you get pissed off every year. <laughs> yeah, that's your dad's fault for telling me that he wanted Le'Veon Bell and me being spiteful and taking him from him. That did happen. Yeah, I, I think I think Le'Veon's a pretty decent pick because he, he's he's like after seeing up. what he's done, it's like crap. Yeah. It's like certainly with a good team, you can do it again. No, it's with the Mack truck Pittsburgh offensive line. Oh, James Conner put up the same numbers as Le'Veon. Anyway. Anyway, and then my man Gronk. For $3 to round. So hang on a second. You have Drew Brees who noodle arms everything. (laughs) You've got Julio Jones who is a literal deity. You have uh, you have Golden Tate to, uh, to I guess be the one you're actually throwing the ten yard slants to. Uh, you have Le'Veon Bell who, if you don't have an offensive line, you got nothing. And then you got Gronk. I I don't know, like you lost me at Drew Brees, babe. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, your bias weighs in far too heavily for this one to get past. I am a reasonable thing. man. <laughs> I just asked you to never, ever, ever pull for the Saints. I believe earlier in this podcast, we have a quote in which you said, quote, I am not a reasonable man, Greg Thorne, 2020. Yeah, but 2020 is a bad year. You were saying? <laughs> so moving past that, I want to get into butt scooters. I just, for curiosity's sake, <laughs> looked it up. You can acquire your own personal butt scooter. Let me guess. For, let me guess. For money? Money? Let me guess. Yeah. Yeah. $7. No. You got a real cheap butt scooter. 25 You got the higher-end butt scooter. Hey. Okay. So <laughs> oh, my can... God. There are better butt scooters? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I just, the pricing-wise, I saw it from $15 to $24. And, and with that, I also found it interesting when I Googled Jim Butt Scooter, 
there was an article from 2018 on BuzzFeed entitled, this post is for everyone who knows that scooters were the best damn part of gym class. And then the secondary line is, even though you definitely broke a finger or two in the process. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that totally happened. Also, uh, as an adult, I can only imagine hauling ass makes me feel like I'm going to fall the entire time. <laughs> like there, there's no, there's no in between. I want to get to my more exciting part of this gym class discussion, though, which is sport stacking. Oh, a cup stacking. You know, yes. Okay. Okay. So the official term, term, the official term is sport stacking. Yes. It was created by a man named Wayne Godinet. I was really hoping in, it was Wayne stacking. No. <laughs> in 1981 in California, when he was a part of the Boys and Girls Club of America, he has specially designed cups, which is why we had to bring in special cups. That's right. For oh speedier God. stacking. That's right. And, and, and taking down. And it is the World Sports Stacking Association that exists. Now, some fun facts about the World Sports Stacking Association. They're held within the Junior Olympic Games. That is a competition for the Junior <laughs> Olympic Games. What I find to be interesting, you can compete solo, duos, or teams, but you have separate divisions for males and females. It's interesting. Commentary, Greg? Thoughts? <laughs> I think this is stupid. Like, <laughs> I don't know what else to say about this. Uh, well, are you asking my opinion on splitting up the genders of stacking? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I think I just, I, you just look generally. I'm had a look irritated of on your face. <laughs> I'm irritated as to what qualifies as a sport now. <laughs> I'll get there. Hold on. I'll get there. So, in 1990, uh, Wayne Godinet appeared on the Johnny Carson show cool. to uh, discuss the sport of sports stacking. And there, of which he was the he got, only athlete? <laughs> there he got the attention of our gym teachers, etc. And that's how it started coming into the schools, because he got attention on television. But with that, the argument for having it within schools is it helps with cooperation and the dexterity and hand-eye coordination in which it has been scientifically to improve your hand-eye coordination up to 30 percent so does overcook too like this does nothing for me <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to share thought right. i'd elaborate I, I appreciate that i'm just aggravated at the definition of sport i know what we're talking about next week i am going on record and saying we are discussing this at this point we're gonna i'm gonna get into esports i'm gonna get into all this oh, crap yeah. <laughs> and we're just gonna let them have it and world eating <laughs> but moving on <laughs> moving on by one minor fact check uh oh, andrew crap. luck what it's not a big deal oh it's i thought we were staying in cup stacking oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i said moving on All minor right. fact check andrew luck was 29 when he retired there you go okay. yeah. so not that's even that's, 30 that's e that's even sadder man like yeah. I just got, I just which is the to only see reason i included it well he's basically it was like chronic injuries is what took the him out of it was the quote was, I'm in pain. But it he just wasn't like, worth it to He kept taking these really hard hits and then like the long road back and then hit again. And it's like, it's just such a shame because he backed out right before the season. And like they were like a Super Bowl, they were like a Super Bowl run with him last year. And they just, he couldn't do it. I will follow up uh, my angry section of the track check when I always offer to give heat to somebody. Uh, at this point, I want to give it to the entire Indianapolis Colts fan base because <laughs> they booed that man when he retired. Yeah, that's not good. I cannot stand that fact. Like, he, he's given everything he has to the game of football. He was so hurt. Indianapolis Colts as a franchise. <laughs> 
first you cut Peyton Manning. Bring the heat. (laughs) You do that to to Peyton Manning. Would you rather talk about Mr. Wonderful? Shh. No. But (laughs) I feel like we're gonna. (laughs) Not in depth. I just wanted to check in on the Shark Tank bubble that we did. Oh, yeah. When you're in the bubble. They're filming in Vegas. Um, Like most reality shows, they film over like a very small period of time. So the way Shark Tank has always operated, they shoot like a first half of the season, then a second half in two two week pods, as they refer to them. So they'll come in for approximately two weeks this time. And um, it looks like the production crew and then, of course, the sharks are all going to be contained within that whole time period. And they haven't specified anything else. It just says testing when people arrive. So I would imagine the people who are coming in are just getting tested beforehand and aren't allowed to interact with anyone else. And then they can go. Um, so they don't have to stay there for any I, I would imagine period of time. If you test them and then maybe give them a mask, they're, they're actually already 10 feet apart from the sharks because they're on the yeah. stage, right? So if you come in and out and just do your segment and leave, I'm not sure what's well, going on. But they're doing regular testing with the crew too. So. Yeah, right. I think the biggest issue is like time exposure and whatnot, like water droplets filling the air of the studio. And, you know, it's, it's more about like if a shark happens to be habit or something like that, you know, you just want to get them out as fast as you can. You're right. So it, 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 yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it for another episode of out of our league opinions from the bleachers. If you like what you heard, please, please keep listening. Please like, please subscribe, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at out of our underscore league. I'm saying please a lot because I really, really, really want you to do this. Enjoy your week, everybody. Stay healthy and have a nice time.